0: Welcome to Limitless Love. I'm your host, Sony. I help powerful women find the love they deserve by cultivating more sensuality, playfulness, and abundance in their romantic lives. Are you a successful woman who is killing it in her career but can't seem to get it together when it comes to men and dating? You're used to being recognized at being the best at what you do. You've got a condo, maybe a shiny new car. You take fabulous girl's trips around the world, spend your weekends wine tasting and shopping. From the outside looking in, you seem to have it all, but you're missing real romantic connection. It feels like every man you meet is wrong for you. You are meeting men who are intimidated by your success, emotionally unavailable, and you have convinced yourself that it will never happen for you. Well, I've got good news for you, babe. You're dead wrong. Real, authentic love is waiting for you. You can have it all. I know this because I have been in your shoes. In this podcast, I will help you on your path to love by sharing my expert guidance, tips and techniques. You are meant for love. You are meant to have it all. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, my loves. Welcome to another episode of the Limitless Love Podcast. I am so excited you're here. In today's episode, I'll share with you how we as professional high-achieving women get into our own way and sabotage our love life and push men away when we are dating. I was getting into my way big time when I first started dating, and I see so many high-achieving women do the same, and so I noted down five top ways that single professional women sabotage their love life and how you can turn them around. So the first way we do that is we use scarcity of time as a shield that keeps us from dating. I hear it too often from professional women that they don't have time to date or they don't want to give up their precious weekend time for meet and greets or first dates because what if the guy turns out to be a douchebag? You spend 12 hours or more in the office some days, so... How are you supposed to find time for dating? And I understand you not wanting to give up your prime time on the weekends. I know, I know. I used to be in your shoes and used to think the same. I didn't have time to go on dates. And no, I wasn't willing to give up time with my kids in order to find love. But time scarcity I'm air-coding, excuse is nothing but a shield that is keeping you from dating. So let me tell you how I got around this lack of time excuse. I scheduled my first dates and meet and greets on my lunch break. So keep the first dates short about 45 minutes to one hour and lunchtime is perfect for that. I've always been the kind of woman who gave everything to my career and my family and I have been this way for a long time. So if you're not willing to make time during the evenings or on weekends for dating, don't stress about it. But I am going to ask you to carefully consider what time you have on your calendar during the work week and notice what you're doing on your lunch breaks. For me, I realized I was spending my lunch hour working in the office or online shopping. I know there are several of you out there who probably do the same. (laughs) When I could actually get out And meet people. When I started scheduling dates on my lunch break I was still working the same amount but I was working more diligently instead of looking at social media while I ate at my desk. That small change in my schedule created a lot of opportunities for dating. So in a nutshell I actually had a lunch break And I got to get out there and date. The other positive aspect about scheduling dates during lunch is if the man turns out to not be what you expected him to be, it's only 45 minutes of your day. So it's a win-win situation. What it also does is that if you like the guy and you feel like There's a connection and he feels the same. You still have to end the date after 45 minutes or an hour since you have to get back to work. So in an hour, you cannot give away or share too much about yourself. He's left intrigued and this keeps the mystery alive. It inspires him to ask you out for another date so that he can get to know you more. It just keeps things juicy. So darling, this is my invitation to you to start going on dates at least two times a week on your lunch break for the next couple of weeks to see if you feel more excited about dating. Now, if you're back in lockdown because of the pandemic, you cannot go out on in-person dates, do virtual FaceTime or Zoom dates And again, you can schedule them for 45 minutes and keep them short. I'm not asking you to change your entire life. I'm simply asking you to try something new to see if you can find time for dating by eating lunch like you always do. But this time, possibly with your dream guy, whether in person or virtually. Now, the second way we get in our own way is by bringing our inner CEO to the date. You over-rely on your masculine energy. You're at work all day, planning and leading meetings and being in charge, and you bring that energy on dates too. You take upon yourself to be the social director of the relationship and you start planning dates and want to pay on dates because you feel you're successful and you can pay. You are uncomfortable with a man paying for you. Most quality men will back off their dating efforts when they sense you are assuming the role they view as traditionally male. When it comes to romance, it is still old school. Stepping back and allowing a man to do for you is huge. It creates a tremendous feeling of attraction for him and pumps him up to step up even more. The third way we get in our own way and sabotage our love life is by trying to connect with them through our head, through intelligence, rather than our heart or through our feelings. So you pursue romance like business. Every time you're on a date with a man, you can't stop yourself from sharing your successes with him, trying to show him how intelligent you are so that he's impressed with you and thinks you are a great catch. Unfortunately, Doing this really doesn't work. And what we are doing is we are unconsciously self-sabotaging ourselves out of the very happiness we want more than anything else in the world. Sharing opinions and facts and trying to show your intelligence are good for an occasional lively discussion with friends, but they don't do anything. To inspire him to love you. Instead, what I want you to do is notice how you feel about things throughout the day. Whenever you catch yourself lost in your thoughts, to-do lists, or opinions, ask yourself. Take yourself back to how you feel in the moment. And connect with men through your feelings. Now, I am in no way saying that you cannot take pride in your achievements or you have to hide them from the men when you are out on dates with men. Absolutely not. You don't have to dim your light. All I'm saying is that it doesn't create romantic connection. There has to be a balance of masculine and feminine, intelligence and feelings. So, when you are with men... As much as possible, try to connect with them through your feelings. Now, the fourth way we get in our own way is by having the belief that you can't have it all. After several failed relationships or bad dates, many women live with the belief that because they have financial success, they cannot be successful in love and they give up on love. Or, you have been taught that if you become too successful, you will be unattractive to men. However, the truth about women's financial empowerment is that it doesn't have to be a stressor in anyone's love life. We put this upper limit on how much goodness we can have in our life And it's time to remove that upper limit. This is your opportunity to create a vision for you to be the feminine Mughal who has both a devoted man and money. Ooh, how good does that feel? I can tell you right up front that a woman who makes money and is in harmony is attractive to empowered men because she is in her power. And when the woman is in her power, in her feminine energy, she becomes very attractive and a man can't stop himself from falling in love with her. Last but not the least, we don't date several men. You give up too soon, thinking that you will meet Mr. Right without meeting lots of men. You find a perfect job, you spend thousands of hours till you find the right one, right? If we want to master a sport, we spend thousands of hours practicing. And if you want a great relationship with a quality man, you either sit around hoping that he will miraculously cross your path one day. Or, if you have a few bad dates, you give up on dating and start thinking thoughts like, all good men are taken or men are intimidated by my success. Your Mr. Right won't be the first guy you meet or the fifth guy. It might be number 30 or number 50 or if you are like me, number 300. Yes, I went on at least 300 first dates before I met my Mr. Right. If I had given up, let's say, after number 10, I would have never met him. So don't give up too soon. Making these simple changes in how we show up in the dating world makes dating a much more pleasurable experience for us. And we stop dreading it. And I want it to be a pleasurable experience for you too. It excites me so much to share my experiences with you so I can make your dating experiences pleasurable and help you from making some of the mistakes I made. So let me know what questions do you have for me? What are you currently struggling with? Send me your questions and I would love to answer them in the next several podcast episodes. Lots of love to you, my loves, and enjoy your weekend. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you have loved this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really love this episode, I'd love if you beauties can leave me a review. For more love and dating advice, join my private Facebook community, Limitless Love. And for daily inspiration and fun, come hang out with me on Instagram at sony healthy. Until next time.